Study habits. What a dichotomy of words. Because not everyone learns in the same capacity. And yet we expect our children to learn in a one-size-fits-all box. Now, while that's necessary at school, what can we do to encourage good study habits that work with our children when they're at home? Let's take a deep dive today on this brand new episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to EDU Me, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their children's education. My name is Poonam Saxena, and I am your host for this podcast. Today, we're going to tackle study habits. And study habits can be a range of ways our children learn. In the introduction, I was sharing that in our classrooms, learning happens in a one-size-fits-all box. But that's not really how our children retain that information. They may retain some of it in the classroom, but the supplemental activities that are given by the teacher to do at home, it's where it's cemented into our children of that particular concept. So I'm gonna ask you some questions that I want you to think about when it comes to your child, how they learn, and what is their best retention method. How does your child study? Are they an auditory learner? Meaning do they hear it and retain it? Are they a visual learner? Do they see it? Are they a tactile learner, which means they're touching it and feeling it and getting their hands dirty? Do they like a quiet environment? Do they like to have a little bit of noise, have some music playing? Do they learn best in the morning, at night, or even right after school? As you start to ponder these questions and you try to figure out exactly what works best for your child, here are some things that you need to know. One is not every child learns the same. So if you have multiple children in your house, you will likely have different types of learners, which means that your children are going to need different things to retain concepts. You can also ask your child's teachers what their observations are and if they have any recommendations to best help your child. And then the person that you really should ask to get feedback from them is your child. What environment do they feel is best for them to learn? Now for my four children, they all learn in different ways. Two have to have complete silence. Nothing else can be happening. They are best in that situation. The other two like to have music going 
or some type of TV show going, some type of noise that keeps them engaged and excited. Now, I will tell you, I am the latter of the learners. When I am writing a piece or I am doing this podcast, usually I've got my TV going or I have music going or I'll stop to play a game because I need that break. And all of these ways are okay. As long as you're seeing results when it comes to their academics. Once you've identified that environment that works best for them, you also want to figure out a schedule. Because if you are like my children were in school, we had after school activities almost every day. We were constantly in the car. And some of my children would wait until we got home in the evening because they couldn't study in the car. And then the others were able to do it while the car was moving and we were shuttling back and forth. Or if they were dropped off early to their activity, then they would just sit and get their homework done. They learned to be efficient in those in-between times. And while I encourage you to find a normal schedule that works best for your entire family, especially your child, it's also good for them to have that flexibility because think about it. When we go to work and we are called into a meeting, we have to be flexible and turn and pivot. We can't be so rigid in the way we do our quote unquote work that we can't be productive in other environments. And let's face it, in this day and age, we're constantly pivoting. There's constant things coming at us from all different directions, whether it's from work or home. Because of technology, we have so much more access to those distractions. So we have to be conscientious of trying to find a balance for our children. And it's important because as our children get older through elementary school and their classes start to count towards graduation and post-secondary options like vocational school, military, or going to college, they need to have the ability to focus and study and be productive when it is necessary. And sometimes that does require us to be in one spot at one time, focusing on one task, or it could be a flex model. So study habits are very important and I will argue that it is important to start a study habit early. Just like any other habit we form, the earlier we start, the easier it is to stay with it. The later that we start those habits, the harder it is to break the old ones. 
Many moons ago, I used to play tennis. When I was younger, I used to just go out and hit the ball. But when I got older, I wanted to play tennis and I played in a league. It's hard to break old habits. And so I was an average tennis player because I had not learned the correct strokes early. So it is important, the younger your children are, to form those habits. Now, I'm not saying that middle and high school and beyond, we can't change our habits. I'm just saying it's easier the earlier we start. And sometimes we're going to have to pivot our study habits as well, because what may be an auditory quiet morning environment for productivity may switch to a visual music right after school study environment that is most productive. So keep that in mind as you are getting your children back into school, you're finding a routine, you're trying to be efficient. Let's make sure that our children feel supported while they are studying. I hope this edusode has been informative in helping you think about what you can do to best ensure your child is studying in an environment that is most conducive to their learning. And not only learning, but retention as well, because retention is what is going to keep them engaged in school and excited about going to school. Thank you for joining me today. And if you haven't checked out the latest copy of my book, Parent Power, Navigate School and Beyond, or, and my TED Talk, The Key to Enhancing Student Success, check it out. The book is available on Amazon, and you can find my TED Talk on YouTube. Until next time, remember that we are working together to educate all of our children better. Bye.